Mel. Yes? Let's say you were having a podcast about insensitive speech. Okay. And you finished the podcast, and you kept talking. Oh. Because there was so much to say. Wow. Like today? Like today. Oh. So, I would like to announce to our listeners that this is part two of the podcast called Some of My Best Friends Are Black. Is that allowed? It is allowed, because we say it's allowed. Oh, okay. We started talking to like, let's add this to the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we started talking, and we're now on minute 20, so... This is us going back and saying, this is part two of podcast four, which I guess we're going to call it episode number five. Some of my best friends are black. Part two. Why don't we go ahead and do that, Randy? I think we will. And I don't think I ever got to the C in Jamar Tisby's arc of reconciliation, racial reconciliation. No, you didn't. We had awareness and relationship. And we talked about how you can develop relationship. I mean, all of our podcasts are about developing a relationship, Right. right? Which is important. But we don't want to come across like we don't want you to get to the third part of his arc. And C means commitment. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that's the right word that he's using. But what he's saying is the structural part of racism. Like awareness is in you. Relationship is a bold step of becoming empathetic. And then there's another step of let's go out and change society so that we can improve the lives of people in situations where we can improve it. We can improve schools. We can improve, we can reform the police. Mm -hmm. We can change the structures in the world, or even, you know, there are churches and schools that Mm -hmm. need to promote black leadership. Mm -hmm. You know, these are things we can do as a commitment to structural action, but I didn't want to leave out the C part of the process. And the C is very important, Randy, and for me as someone who studies human behavior, is that everything begins in the mind. I'd like to think, I don't want to blow people's minds that are listening, think about, well, I, I don't, I'm not a public policy wonk. Begin with your mind. The commitment is in your mind that I'm going to change my mindset. I wore a shirt yesterday that said true wealth begins in the mind. Number one, because it's true. And number two, my wife's a contributing author to that book by the same title. Right. It's one of those things where in order to do this, you have to transform your mind, which means you have to be honest and ask yourself the question rhetorically over and over, what is my mindset when it comes to this? Am I being honest? Have I made a mental commitment that I am going to stand in the chaos of developing a relationship with a person of color in the midst of my embarrassment, my pain, my anger, my exposure, everything, am I going to stay? You have to do that in your mind first. That's why I object to the third part of Tisby's mm-hmm. you know, plan being called commitment, because yeah. in my mind, it takes a commitment to become aware. Mm-hmm. It takes a commitment to, to develop have a, a relationship. relationship. And so C means to be something more like public action or something mm-hmm. like that. Maybe I'll just- Which is part of it. Right. But everybody's not called it, but people are like, well, I can't do that, so therefore I'm not going to do anything. No, 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 no. 
what we're trying, what Randy and I are trying to say is you have a role to play in this and it begins in your mind and impact the world, your world, whatever your orbit is, impact that. But before you go out there and quote unquote, haul off and just start doing things, what is your mental commitment? What is your mindset? Are you committed to this? Going back to the analogy I mentioned earlier, are you committed to this workout and nutrition plan? You can't just do the workout part without a commitment to better nutrition. It won't work. You and I have a relationship with Lee Haney, eight-time Mr. Universe and whatever. We happen to go to church with him. It says 80% of it, 90% of it is nutrition. So what do you have to do? You can have all this information. You can listen to this podcast. You can read all these wonderful books that we've mentioned and more. But you got to do that other part of saying, I want to change my mind first and then do something. You can just be educated and not be an application guy or gal. And that's what's important. And that's why, to me, commitment is involved in all of them, not just the public action. Right. All of it takes commitment. I think the C really could be first, the commitment or mindset. You have to have a mind. You and I talk about this because we have a Christian worldview, have the mind of Christ or allowing your mindset to be transformed, transforming your life with the renewing of your mind. Podcast listeners, is your mind in light of all of these killings that have come to prevalence Is your mind being renewed in how you think about your relationships with people of color when you're having personal interactions or when you're just thinking and you see something? What is your mindset? Do you have a default setting that is negative? When you say, do you say quietly, this is how black people are, or, you know, you see somebody's life being choked out of them by authority and your first thing is wonder what he did. He's preaching now. So that's what we're getting at, wouldn't you say? Yes. And maybe we'll come up with our own acronym because the steps that we're talking about mm-hmm. start before awareness. Mm-hmm. Like you have to make a choice. So one is, okay, let's not make it an acronym, but let's make steps. Right. We're, we're doing this without any planning beforehand. The first thing that has to happen is you have to realize that you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And you have to have an interest in growing so that you can change your mind. Mm -hmm. So those things happen already before you start researching. Right. Then you have to do some research and some homework. Mm -hmm. Then you approach a relationship with more confidence and you embark on strengthening a relationship. Mm -hmm. And then there's the idea that you're going to take that empathy and that knowledge and put it to use in the real world by changing structures that are keeping people in an unequal situation. Right. It harkens to the modern singer Lizzo in one of her songs. She says, she asks a rhetorical question, but it really strikes a nerve. And it says, why men great till they got to be great? What's she saying? You're great and all this kind of stuff. Then you got to put up and all of a sudden you're not great because of the actions. And it begins with your mindset. Do I want to just be perceived as great because I say I'm great? Or do I want to follow through on the actions? And that's what's important. Don't just start doing stuff. You have to make sure your mind is right because your mind has to be right 
to receive constructive criticism. It's like my incredible wife says, and she tells her team often in the in the marketplace, before you can be great, you got to be good. Before you can be good, you got to be bad. And before you can be bad, you got to do something. You got to do something. You got to get out on the field. You got to get out on the field. You got to make the call. You got to do those things. So I think that that's what we're talking about, folks. The mind is a powerful thing. Are you renewing your mind? Is your mind being renewed in light of all the things that you have seen in 2020? And I really call it 2020 has really been a dumpster fire. <laughs> it won't go out. It won't blaze up. It just smolders. Right. And we're seeing that in the midst of that. What's your mindset? Well, it's all going to blow over. And I went on a march and it's done. Now, now can we get back to the way things were? Which if you check podcast, what, two, or three, we right. talked about. Well, you know, and something we talked about in podcast one, which I called podcast zero until I was stomped on by uh, you and Earl, our friend Earl. What, you know, I can't believe in, so this is episode four, although this is turning into episode five, so I'm not really sure is. how it's going to end up, but I can't believe that any of our listeners who've listened from episode one to whatever this turns out to be mm-hmm. will be still on the fence as far as their own actions that they're going to take. But this goes back to something we talked about in episode one. And why, what is the purpose of you wanting a relationship with a black person? Mm -hmm. Or what is your purpose in listening to this podcast or doing the research that you're doing? Do you, A, want to relieve the tension? Or B, do you want to make a change in the world to make it a better place for Black people, mm-hmm. and for yourself, and for our country, and for our churches. Because as you have said in the past, this deals with Christians in churches too, where mm-hmm. we think we've got it going on because we've got a couple black people in the pews, and so we're we're diverse, and we're we're you know some of our best congregants are black. <laughs> Can I go there? That's another podcast. <laughs> some of our best congregants. So last podcast, it was some of our best friends are black. What about in churches? Some of our best congregants, some of our best singers in our choir are black. Some of our best staff. Oh, anyway. So cut. Cut. (laughs) Our mindset has to be that we're going to hang in there, that we're going to do the work that we're not going to get weary of well-doing. And everybody's not going. You may be listening to this and it's just too much for you. Well, God bless you. But keep praying, keep working through it, and join the party at some point. Maybe you're not ready. But Randy and I hope that you're expeditious in getting ready because we need your voice. And being vulnerable and being willing to fail forward. That's what this is about. Let's just do something together. Don't get overwhelmed by the bigness. It's a big pie. There's a place for you to fit in. But you have to be honest with yourself. That's what we're challenging you to do. Be honest with the fact that perhaps your mind needs to be renewed. That you haven't been thinking about people of color correctly, that you have come off as condescending, not with malice of forethought. Right. We're, it was, we're, we're talking about people who have good intentions. Right. But the other thing that you're talking about that you were going to get there if I didn't interrupt you, but not right. <laughs> it's not a one-time event. Right. Like I keep 
bringing up the Promise Keepers convention that I went to in the 90s. And I was sitting next to one of the few black people in the Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. Mm -hmm. And Bill McCartney said, maybe this was 80s, I can't remember. But Bill McCartney said, 80s, 90s. We're going we're gonna to attack inequality and racial reconciliation. We're going to do this as part of our, you know, the thing we're doing. And he was ahead of his time, right? Yes, he, he was. He was talking about it before the riots right. and before all that stuff happened in the early 90s. So I was sitting next to this friend of mine that you know, mm-hmm. and everybody started coming like, oh, we're going to hug this guy. We're going to cry on his shoulder. I was like, oh, shoot, he's going to be a mess by the time this is done. He's going to snot all over him. And oh, man, I just had to get out of there. But this is not a one-time thing. This is, as you said, right. fail forward. You get in a relationship, you're going to say something insensitive. You are. Mm-hmm. You are going to... I still say things after 25 years of being married to an African-American woman, having some of my best friends really are black, mm-hmm. but you can't help stepping on people's toes yeah. the way you've been raised right? and not knowing where people come from. I think it was last podcast or two podcasts ago when I suggested an image and you mm-hmm. just like, stop the tape, stop, the, stop. stop the tape. You can't say that. <laughs> right. This was like a month ago. Okay. So you are right. going to make mistakes. With a relationship, you have a soft landing. Mm-hmm. In the sense that someone loves you enough to say, don't say that. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But it's not a one-time event. Oh, we got our reconciliation event. We went to this conference or we saw this speaker or we we signed this pledge or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is an ongoing journey of empathy and action. Right. We started this podcast explaining C in art. Yep. Um, and it takes you somewhere to make other people's lives better. And if you're stepping to me... As a white person coming to me as a black person, understand this. My default setting, and I think this would be true for a lot of black people, is that I don't care how much you know until I know how much you care. When you start spouting off, this is what should be done and all of that, but you haven't taken the time to get to know me, the R and ARC, develop the relationship, you have to get permission to come into my Holy of Holies and start making pronouncements. Mm. and trying to quote unquote, let me pour into your life, brother. And I'm like, brother, why don't you step back and get to know me? And that's important. And as we said in podcast number one, Randy and I developed a relationship speaking about coffee. And having coffee. And having coffee. We kept it light for what? Months? Years? It was a natural flow. We let the game come to us because we were feeling one another out. And it was one of those things where it is like peeling an onion. You peel an onion one layer at a time. And those of you who love to cook, I love to cook. I grew up stirring in a gumbo pot in Louisiana. I still cook to this day. When you cut an onion and you peel back things, some of the layers are fine. But sometimes you peel back a layer, you see those little black spores, that's mold, and you have to get rid of it. You didn't know it was there, what, until you peel it back. And that's what continues to happen in our relationship. We'll peel back something. You'll confront me on something. I'll confront you. You may get mad. I may get mad. But I realize there's truth in that. That's mold in that layer. You don't throw the whole onion away. Are you throwing the whole onion away? Because your feelings get hurt. Now, Randy and I would be remiss if we came off and just said, grow up. Right. (laughs) But in essence, (laughs) this is real life. And we're playing for 
your soul. And I'm not talking from a theological standpoint, but I'm talking about the essence of life. Randy developing a relationship with me, Mel developing a relationship with Randy. That's for all the marbles. And you remember that old, um, now I was born in the 60s. I think mm-hmm. you were born in the 60s. Yep. True love means never having to say you're sorry. Remember that ridiculous yeah, thing that we used to say yeah. in the 60s? <clears throat> True love means never saying you shouldn't feel the way you feel. That's right. You're being too sensitive. That's and we're right. going to have a podcast with the name You're Being Too Sensitive mm-hmm. because that's not what you say in relationships if you want to build credibility and love and empathy. Right. So, And we're getting back to that point. All we're trying to do, going back to commitment. It begins in the mind. It's about a mindset. And that's what the desire is, to develop the proper mindset, which will allow you to do the things that are necessary to develop the relationship, to have the right attitude. I think we've just done a whole other podcast. I think so. impromptu podcast part two you know when when we got to you know some of my best friends are black i thought this was going to be like one of the lighter ones like oh everybody knows that and just then i whipped out plantation mythology mythology (laughs) and putting up walls and peeling back onions onions and being great and falling falling forward failing failing forward forward. I'm tired. We have reached the end of this additional podcast, this number two on Some of My Best Friends Are Black. Thank you for joining us Yes. for The White People's Guide to Insensitive Speech. We invite you again, as we always do at the end of the, of the podcast, to go to our website, insensitivespeech.com, insensitivespeech.com. Go right in the comments and uh, tell us your stories, failure stories. Well, I can't assume everything's going to be a failure story. (laughs) I'd like to think that there's some success stories. We want to feature your success and your failure stories. And to do that, we need you to tell us. So go to the comments and tell us. And uh, remember, you will be blessed. Your life will be enriched as you strengthen and start new cross-racial relationships. So we're going to sign off with this and we'll see you next episode. And just remember, Randy, tell the folks, in order to be great, you got to be good. In order to be good, you have to be bad. And in order to be bad, you got to do something. Get out there on the field. Peace. Bye.